Hi, this is Alan Hauser. This is Josh Bratton. And I'm Brian Davenport. In this exciting episode, we're going to talk about e-commerce questions from Africa, the best structure for a Squarespace site, and how to become a Squarespace developer. Plus, we've got recent Squarespace 6 news. So stick around as we mix, stir, and let's simmer a big old crock pot full of content, structure, and style. Drop it. Josh, your mic is a little, like, quieter than, really? than your cohort, uh, guys. Been, uh, <laughs> you really, really want to ride up on the mic, coming hot. I don't want to be caught riding dirty. <laughs> <laughs> so, we've got a number of things to talk about here today, guys. Uh, we've got a lot of Squarespace 6 news, don't we? Yes, we yeah. do, Josh. Yes, well, we do. Yes, we do. We have a lot of it news. Yeah, oh, because like we, we can talk about it freely now. A, a few of us were kind of bound by the laws that govern our great nation. And, we've been, and we've been released. Yes, graciously, by our leader of the Squarespace nation. Our overlord. So, so there's a lot yes. of things. I mean, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have been getting uh, the Beta 6 invites now. Um, and there's there's a multi-strata layer of Beta 6 invites. There was a kind of an early release that was called Beta 6. And then there was kind of a mid-release that was kind of Beta 6. And now they're, they're in Beta 6 now, which is really kind of <laughs> interesting, to say the least. But... Um, was that an edit? I don't know. Oh, okay. Was that an edit? This. Well, what do we want to talk about? Squarespace at SMX. What is SMX? I didn't catch up. Sorry. I, I meant to say South by Southwest. Oh. Uh, a no. Wrong conference. I was going to make uh, up a conference real quick. South by Southwest. Isn't that what do they do? South X? Squarespace South. at the Avian Awards. We could probably get better people to do this show. Let me see. Uh, Texas, <laughs> South by Southwest 2012. Yeah, they had a booth. They did. Uh, they're talking. What? I don't understand what happened. So, March 9th, we, they had uh, peach tortilla. On March 10th, they had salt and thyme. No, that was last year. That was last year. Uh, I like how in Canada they pronounce it tortilla because they're so far away from Mexico. Tortilla. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't. <laughs> this, was, this was just posted today. Two thousand nine days in Texas. Oh, oh, wow. oh, oh, yeah, this one now. Okay. Three Little Pigs on March 13th. It was Izo's Tacos. On March 14th, it was Eat Side King. Oh, that's apparently really good. Man Bites Dog. That's some pretty cool stuff. Anyways, it's not food. Yeah, their yeah. food truck was huge last year. Oh, so that's right. going to be a big, big deal again this year, I guess. Did they have a South by Southwest uh, site set up? Austin.squarespace.com is the site. Jane Austen fans will be a little upset that that domain is taken but okay i don't know if south by south no, let's not talk about it. let's not talk about it let's not talk about it. we don't care <laughs> no 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 okay let's talk about it uh, are we not talking about it or are we talking about it we're talking remember. about it we're talking about okay. they're gonna have a uh squarespace has announced that they're gonna be at south by southwest again this year big conference and their famous food truck will return last year they brought a lot of really good food and apparently people loved it and it was great and created a lot of buzz for squarespace so they're gonna do that again this year and it looks like they'll probably use that as a good uh media opportunity for building some buzz about uh, squarespace 6 might even get a big announcement what do you guys think Probably so. I'm just not enthusiastic about SX 
SW. No, South by Southwest is actually pretty no, cool. No, it, it would be cool if, if I could ever go. See, that's the thing. It's just more, uh, oh. it's that whole thing. A friend of the show is going. Uh, our friend Tony Ham is going to South by Southwest. Everyone cool's going. I know. Not friend neither. of the show, Eric Anderson. I wonder if he's going now that he's a, a, a New Yorkie. <laughs> New Yorkie. Oh, I just made it sound oh, funny. I made it sound not cool to be a New Yorker. Right, you kind of make him sound like a like a dog of some sort. Thanks. Right. I'm sure he appreciates your friendship a, and a new that. One. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what else do we know about Squarespace Six? Squarespace Six. There's so many fantastic things. Of course, we you know we've talked about how it has a a brand new UI. Um, mm. I guess from the like thirty thousand foot view. Uh, it's a totally different beast. It's completely new. There's really no connection between Squarespace 5 and Squarespace 6. There may be some import kind of device in the future, but at this point, I don't see it happening. Uh, yeah. Because it's, it's entirely a different beast. And when I say beast, it's amazing. There's there's so many cool things that, that we really haven't seen yet that I know is kind of h- hanging out in the back, in, in, in the back end that... Um, that d- developers yeah. will will certainly have access to that it's pretty exciting you know but uh, as far as like the import export piece Alan, i did get a, i did get some uh, information from uh, anthony casalina about that yeah um squarespace 5 uh so the blogs and the pages right will be supported in an import i just was able to get my uh blog on bigpictureweb.com imported over to Squarespace 6 and it looked came across pretty well for me. I don't know. Well, uh, it's Brandon, probably page con- it's, it's it's probably data, right? So so it's probably the page content only, right? It's not I, yeah. mean, I mean it's not like you can have a a you know, custom Squarespace 5 site import and have all that stuff carry oh, over because no, there's no. there's there's so much there. Yeah, and I don't think you'd want to. I think you'd want to invest in a in a new design because I mean the the it really, I think you'd want to have all of your design elements hooked into the new back end of Squarespace too, to yeah. allow you to have that flexibility and power oh, yeah. that the, the the new system will provide. Yes. If you if you really want to take advantage of what V6 offers, you really want to design for version six. Yeah. You want to, you want to take advantage of all this all the TDK and everything like that, and really take advantage of it and design yeah. for the new platform because it is incredible. You're going to be able to do some pretty awesome things that you've never yeah. been able to do. I think on any platform. Sure, you, sure, it's been possible before, but it's not been this easy. Yeah. yeah. I think the, uh, but I was really pleased to see my blog come over. Brandon, I know you've got a much larger blog than mine. Um, mm. And uh, <laughs> it sounds weird to say that. Uh, but uh, it's okay. what did you, did you, <laughs> did you, what did you, what did you get? <laughs> what was your experience like? Well, my experience, uh, initially, Version six. When I first got in, I know. I hope that I've been released from saying this. I can say this. But when I first got into version six, like the very first, they they said we made something. Now you can go check it out. And it was sort of initially it was like, hmm. I see what's I see what's going on here. I see what's going on here. And everyone was sort of like, ah, oh, sort of blows and oh, it's whatever. But I knew that they weren't focusing on the uh, framework or the. Or the the ability to do things as much as they were just trying to come up with ways, smart ways to make this work on multiple platforms, and have it be such a responsive design, and have things be so consistent and over the top uh, attention to not only detail but uh, the user experience. So, like if you go into the settings and you go, 
into the uh, time and geography. It's a beautiful black and white map, and all the every single piece of the interface is consistent through multiple devices, multiple browsers. And it's one of those things where you really sit back and go, "I'm just, I just feel really, really lucky to be able to fly around in this interface because it's just, it's just so rewarding just to see all these." Things be so perfect as a as a person that, that appreciates those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I showed a coworker tonight some uh, some of my beta stuff because he wants to do a blog, but he's like on WordPress and he's just overwhelmed because he's getting into it. And so showed him some of the stuff on Six, and he's just like, "Wow, I, this and, would be really easy." Exactly. And Squarespace is one of those companies where there's really no cut corners, where you can go to any space in the uh, in in any 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 where you can go in the v6 platform even the v5 platform of course the v5 platform it's all um been so like scrutinized from a design standpoint where everything just is perfect it's it's wonderful like the each of the icons are crisp and everything it's just one of those companies where they really care about how it looks how it works everything just they put the effort to make it just the best they can make it yeah Yeah. so so other things on the import, they're going to support uh, uh, WordPress blogs and pages, Tumblr, including most page, uh, most post types, um, Dropbox. Um, it'll be more like a sync, and then uh, plans also exist for Blogger and some custom photo services. And I'm also I'm also excited because I can tell where they're going with this for more advanced users like developers that like to create things. I like what they're doing in the ter- in terms of saying, like it feels like they're talking to me saying, Brandon, you can go, and you can take all of these tools this raw this raw environment to go in and just totally change this website into what you want it to be in every point and then what we do is then we provide a layer on top for for you to then manage what you've created so instead of using a cust- a consumer interface to hack together this awesome site which you can do in v5 and now with all the new stuff they've added it's even easier and you've made you can make some incredible things in v5 but now in v6 being able to have a clean canvas and put together something that is completely custom and then have the v6 platform floating on top to then manage it once you've made it it feels so lightweight and it just feels like uh you know now it's mine like I've, i can make my own thing and manage it using v6 hmm. it is pretty fancy it's really yeah. incredible there's there's some really schmancy stuff on the back end um uh SFTP is now a major part so i mean you're going to be developing locally and then you can just hit save and you know sync up um there's not like a, a WYSIWYG kind of approach locally so i mean you, you, you pretty much have to know what you're doing um yep. but but then you can you know kind of upload and, and see things if, if if you're wanting to kind of design <laughs> things locally you can certainly one thing that that's that's really cool that that hasn't been quite flushed out but i, I know it exists is the concept of projects and um basically like like let's say you you have a real estate company and instead of using a blog and saying okay we're going to use a journal which which i've done for you know all your home listings and and the title okay so so the title of of the journal post on on version five is let's say the street address and then client you need to put in like the description Mm. here and then you know make sure this is heading one heading two heading three whatever and then i have these custom classes over here that are for price and this this you know it it gets really like thick in code because it's not made to do that it's a total hack of of an existing journal Mm. but on squarespace 6 the idea is you can add these components on the back end and go ahead and, and call it price 
and then you will have a field that, that that'll show up over on the front end that's called price. So so yeah. when you make a new post, um, it's not even a new post. You could you could even name it uh, new listing, and then and then you can go through and, and enter you know the the description of the property, the price, the street address, put the map in there, and I mean it's just it's it's going to work for that particular client when it's going to launch. It's going to launch with a set of templates. Let, let's say let's say it has like a hundred templates or something. So if you want to go beyond what those templates will allow, then you pretty you much know what you're doing. Yeah, you, you you need to have a developer do that. So hopefully, a lot of these templates are going to be flexible enough <laughs> for the majority. Um, but there's going to be you know the, there's, there's going to be the same amount of exactly. people today that want a custom website that are going to have to hire a, a developer or, or designer to, to do those things. So yeah, yeah I feel- I'll happily pay like five hundred thousand bucks or maybe even more to get my uh, get my site redesigned nicely okay. and let me go and do some of that stuff. Five hundred thousand. Know? Yes, yes, that's what I said. A half a million dollars. Wow. No. I, can do, I can do that. For that price, I might be able to do it. <laughs> Would you be really enthusiastic about that project, Brandon? <laughs> I wouldn't. I'd probably drop the ball and let, you know. Yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably be like, I can do it on more. Twitter. But no. another thing that I really am noticing about V5 and V6 is I now, I'm now clearly understanding why Squarespace is, uh, and the company as a whole is trying to stress that V5 and V6 are separate products that are going to evolve simultaneously down the road. They're not. There's no plans to get rid of V5, and I think it's sort of a shame that they're considered V5 and V6 because I don't think they're versions of right. each other. I think they're two different products. Yeah, and it I shouldn't be a number. Long-term people that are using five are going to see six, and they're going to want to. They're going to mi- want to migrate. Yeah. So but, it's going thinking- to be something that over time, Squarespace, I believe they although they say they won't drop support. I can't imagine that years down the road they won't. But it won't be until much further when everybody will be off it because six is yeah. glorious. Because I see because they <laughs> Squares <laughs> glorious because yeah. because um, Squarespace version five really essentially nailed um the uh the 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 the, mar- the market of people who want to go in and make a beautiful website either they make it completely custom they use predefined things and they can do it all using WYSIWYG editor or css or backend stuff like it was really it, it really nailed it to a point where there was really no more improvement to be made in that area and i think with v6 you start to see them sort of bleed into the other areas of hardcore developer very uh, minimal knowledge user. Mm-hmm. They want to sort of get every aspect of it, but I think ha- doing it in two different products allows them to have people with V6 sites and hopefully um, breathe some life into this developer community they want to do where all of this incredible stuff is possible in version 6. And there's all these developers that are willing to do that that can that can do it on V6 and hopefully you know get this whole thing started and eventually I think merging uh, what version 5 offers and what version 6 offers into one product in the long term. Since you'll be able to control everything between HTML start and HTML end, yeah. then, then I mean, you could put anything in there you want. Before, I'd be talking to my super high-end um, C-sharp.net developers about you know a, a project I'd love to do, and we would start talking about Squarespace, and I would see their nose turn up, and I'd show them, no, no, look, it's still cool. We can still do some stuff. But then there were so many things about, well, like, where, where, where do I get the data connection? Where can I get the, you yeah, know, the, the database? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's like, uh, well, yeah, okay, you, you got a point. <laughs> but, but now it's like there's going to be an API where, where people can actually connect to the Squarespace engine and and actually yeah. use a lot of this stuff 
you know, with, with like an external application. So, Oh, yeah. And like a lot of it will be baked right into the interface. Like if, for example, you look at Google Docs in the contact sheet, so like a contact form, you fill something out and it'll go right to a Google Doc or an, and, or, and, and or an email, which I'm really excited about. Or if you have like a MailChimp account, you'll have that API key. You just stick right in there and everything shows up in your uh, email subscription uh, database automatically, and which think- is... Awesome. And I think what Squarespace is doing is risky as well is um, having all of this baked in and not relying on third party means that they're going to have to stay on top of all these new services that come out and add them as quickly as they can because there's so much new stuff that's coming out. And I'm noticing when I go to the uh, the uh, share buttons, you know, they've got Facebook, Twitter, Google, LinkedIn, StumbleUpon, Reddit, Pinterest, but there's so much more that I think they really need to say, let's just – like all of the options in there so it truly becomes a, a one solution built baked into the system because you know some people may want a dig button or some people may want a uh, you know some you know some other button for their for their site that doesn't have it in, in the baked in so then you got to go okay now i got to do the third party thing they really need to just put everything in here go all in or nothing right that's mm-hmm. well that's where i see the uh, developer community coming in and developing an awesome squarespace widget through the api and then selling it um through a marketplace of some sort i could see that would be a really awesome application of the tdk and they've alluded but to something like that in the future i see i see those social connections and the and the buttons and everything being managed by squarespace but i see the way they're implemented into your site being managed by the developer community so squarespace baking in all of these um you know, sharing buttons or whatever you call them, like all of these social connections for your for your blog posts, and then having the developer community be able to use those and do real, really cool things with them. Like the way they have them now, the little menu, that's pretty cool. But being yeah. able to get more creative with it. Yeah, I'm sure they'll give you guys the hooks to kind of go in there and replace yeah. the t- custom Twitter avatar or whatever is being shown for that uh, icon on exactly. the but share then again, But then again, at the end of the day, if someone wants a dig button... I don't think they want to go out and have to be like, well, all these other buttons work, but now I have to make this other third-party weird button that's hanging out of the edge need to work with these all these other things that are built in. And then at the end of the day, you might be like, well, then I shouldn't use the built-in stuff. I'll just make the whole thing myself. Mm-hmm. I think they really need to go all in with the share buttons and all of these connections that they have. Yeah. They need to really have everything if they're going to yeah, do this properly. They should probably give a custom button. They'll think of everything, I think, they if, if, if they're going to do it. So they'll do like a custom button maker too. So you can put like enter name of custom uh, social media network, put in URL structure here and um, add but, an image. But on the other side, like all these counters and, and all of these you know things, the new window pop-ups, that they require JavaScript and pulling in all these JavaScript libraries slows down your site. But having all of these things built into uh, the V6 platform, they can manage that better because it's being served more efficiently. So if you're yeah. pulling this in, and also stuff from Dig, and also stuff from this, it slows down your site. So having it all built in just makes more sense. You guys it, don't know. True. That's true, but they could always, if, if they provided the best interface, you could paste something in, and they would be able to consume it and, and write it externally and call it uh, asynchronously and not slow your site down at all. And that's the type of stuff they do with your Twitter tweets when they pull them from the Twitter server. Yeah. They st- pull them and store them and cache them so that it's never waiting for the Twitter API, and they can do the same thing with any JavaScript that you paste on your site. Whoa. I- Look at, the, look at the big look brain at, on Brett. Look at- <laughs> that's right, the metric system. <laughs> Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Yeah, I just think but at the end of the day the the the, the everyday user that just wants to make a cool site, I don't think they'll know how to do that. And if Squarespace does want to cater to the, you know, very tech literate just wants to put a cool site together, they're gonna need all those buttons. 
button, button, who's got the button? Speaking of buttons, over, I think we should go over like our each of our like top favorite things of V6. Now that we can talk about it, I really can't discuss it. I have Why? A, I have a second level uh, NDA that I'm not supposed to. Oh really? Okay. I'm actually not supposed to even talk about the NDA, so I've already. <laughs> oh no! It's the first, first rule, rule of the, of the NDA. Don't, Don't talk, talk about, about that NDA. Yeah, right. Um, I actually, I ever since it kind of launched to the uh, to the world, um, I I kind of haven't gone back in and, and and played with it too much, just because I've been so busy with with V five sites. Yeah. Um, kind of learning that that um, IE seven or IE across the board isn't being supported right now, and seeing commercial sites popping up on 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 V six, it's kind of like put a bad taste in my mouth. But, it doesn't um, deserve to be supported, right? It doesn't, but it should. It very much should be supported by by any web platform. I think is is the issue. So no, I know. I, know. I, I at think least, if, at least version eight, not version seven. Well, yeah, but well, I don't know. Seven and eight are like, so different. Uh, from yeah, seven and eight are really different. So it, I could see like them taking a hard line and just you know a lot of their customers are very progressive. Think about the designer yeah. and developer community. So it doesn't make sense know. to do anything for ver- ver- Internet Explorer. 7. I mean, how old is it? It's like a four-year, five-year-old browser. Yeah. yeah, makes no sense to develop for. It doesn't make sense, but but people like it. People still use it. Well, the only way they're not going to like it, and not use it, if is if, is if you don't use it. it. <laughs> right. All right. Well, um. So anyway, I guess yeah. What? So I'd, favorite. My favorite feature favorite. so far is the. Um, it's it's basically all of the new uh, layout tools and blocks and sliders and all that type of stuff. I love the ability to put like divs where or you know pictures and stuff where I want it to and be able to uh, arrange the size and and aspect ratios and all that good stuff um, without any help. And I feel like a real developer. Nice. I think surprisingly, my favorite um, my favorite feature of uh, V6 so far is the author management and social media management that's built that's baked into it. So if you go to add a contributor, you can go like choose different uh, really groups that they want to be in. Uh, it's it's awesome, and then it ties into your social accounts. So and now this little this way avatars in the comments too. Little avatars you can add uh, if you go to. Um, Whereas if you go to general, how do you add your social accounts? Yeah, you can add social accounts to the site. And then if like one of my authors writes a post, they just turn on the sharing thing on their account and it shares to their account with a custom message when they hit publish yeah. or when the post publishes. It's awesome. Did you, did you see the Facebook tab integration? You can create, you can oh, designate yeah. entire galleries on your Squarespace oh, yeah. site to feed and control your it custom from tab on Facebook. Space and not use the yeah. happy Facebook stuff. That's pretty, pretty sick, I think. Um, uh, when you're writing posts and being able to uh, just drag drop images, having it module based. So when you're writing posts, um, you can uh, just it, it just everything seems to just work perfectly. You don't have to worry about misaligned text. So many times it's been like uh, images aligned to the left, and then people wrap text around it. Okay, and I will some- say a cool thing is is like uh, bringing images in. Or did you already say that when 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 you can bring an image in, and not only can you resize it, but you can also crop it i mean like you can you can choose what the center of it is and facial of, they like to have the face or whatever like put it on the, the set face point the set point the yeah set awesome. point thank you you're thank welcome you. i do what i can uh, uh, yeah. location for posts i don't know i'm not so yeah. whatever hey i think i think on mobile like if you're blogging from like an event or something like that i think that's a really cool thing it'd be cool but it need they need to integrate that feature into the browser where like 
Do you yeah. want Squarespace to use your current location? So I don't have to type it every time. Yeah, they pr- I'm sure they probably will. They, I mean, you know, they're ironing out things every day. Oh, yeah. Those are the things you do last. Uh, code injection. Pretty awesome having things like post blog item footer. They header. need to have it on every single page. Every single page. You can't just do it like on a on a pre, like template wide type thing. You need to be able to like I want to do all but sorts see, of. But see, Josh, see that's where the developer SFTP thing comes in. That's where why, you go and like, really go in and edit things. But why don't you just make it available to everybody else if you're going to let code injection be? <laughs> I, I guess if you're going to let a commonly used feature be used partially, do it. Do it. You know, at a template le- wide level that's too. True. You know. Once they start to see that, oh, people are really requesting it. They want to change the, the color of the header. We need to. We need to really do that and have some kind of eyedropper tool in there. Then well, listen, you know, like I mean, if you want to do like all the, the if if Squarespace would make that feature available, they would allow it to work just plug and play with Google Website Optimizer, which would allow marketers to basically build the best landing page platform um, for so cheap. Right. Uh, use using that you know the the Squarespace system with Google Website Optimizer out of the box because you need to have the ability to put um, the, the the tags uh, for the JavaScript tags on each individual page that you create. Right. You Which can't do that? Unless well, you, have- you know, someone's going to create a template that that will work that way. I, I would yeah. imagine. That, I mean, I mean, that's that's going to be the way to do it. Is is you just have that in in the loop? You know, you include your whatever you're talking about, <laughs> whatever the heck that is. Oh goodness, <laughs> Google. It's just one. It's just one optimizer. Yeah, I know. The the, the who works? Who's that kind of company? That sounds made up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah, that would okay. be a really cool feature. I think. Yeah. Well, Squarespace version six. I'm hopeful we, that they'll add it. What, anything to wrap up? Because I think we should move on to some, to some questions. We probably should because version yes. 7 is around the corner. I version 7 right. is just around the corner. Uh, word just got out from uh, Ted's basement that uh, version 7 will be announced uh, Q4 2014. Great. great so, great. Uh, date. Welcome back to the show. If you if you're just joining us, you can tell by the theme music right now that we're getting into a little uh, Q and A. That sounded really great. I'm sure you're going to find some great music to go with that. In which case, hey there, listener, are you ready? He's going to be like. You thanks for not thanks for not putting any any sharing buttons on your site, quietfront.com on content structure style. <laughs> thanks for not putting a not safe for work button on the What happened? Alright, so I guess we're getting into questions now. Yep. Yeah. So we we have a friend Lawrence writing in and uh, Lawrence writes in and he says, I'm the resident black sheep of Squarespace. I run a blog which focuses on a particular field of the creative arts. It's not a site I uh, it's not a site for Puritans, but that's just the way I roll. Well, we'll leave it at that. Uh, I would I would like to earn a living from my site with a small independent publication of original works, which uh, will realistically start production in the second half of 2012. All right, so he wants to sell these um, in a monthly magazine that users can subscribe to and would like to sell each edition individually as opposed to like an all-access subscription. So will Squarespace 6 be able to track this individual subscriber's purchases so that they'll always have access to the uh, editions they bought? And... Um, do you think that you know there's going to be an e-commerce facility will be baked in, or the, the uh, capability will be baked into V6 for release, or should I start looking for a third-party service like Shopify? Hmm. Yeah, I 
I know that there's not e-commerce yet. I mean, at least, you know, it hasn't been announced or anything. So, um, they're definitely thinking about it. Yeah. The, I, I mean, I, I would imagine they, they would be silly not to, because it, it is a, it, it is something to get into that, that a lot of people want. Um, yeah, he, uh, Anthony said that, um, they are going to build it into the, build it in at some point, but just definitely not, uh, yeah. at release. I guess it, it, it kind of depends if, if it's, if it's, um, allowing access, like, like if, if I have a ticket to, to come into your site, <laughs> so if you have a ticket to, to visit the site, and, Golden ticket. um, you know, as, as a site member, then, then that might be one thing, but you'd probably have to set up that pay structure and that whole thing out, outside of Squarespace. Um, it's free right now, but I do know that, that Shopify has plugins like membership plugins in fact there's one called lockdown that i was looking at today that would allow people to make a purchase and then it would unlock access to a particular category or page or group of pages or product page or whatever over on shopify so i mean i mean if that's something that you want to do where i mean if it's a pdf that you want to allow people to purchase and download um Certainly, you could do it with you know some third-party tools. We talked about did he, before. Did he mention a printed version, or I don't know if he did. A yeah, that, that's what I was trying to figure out too. Because there's like issue i s s u u dot com. Oh, that's great. Yeah, which is you know it's it's totally PDF based, but but when you're on issue dot com, you'll see that I mean there's thousands of, of magazines that are just beautiful mm-hmm. print magazines that are that are you know digital versions of those. But I mean I mean you can embed those on your site, but yeah. I mean, it's almost like, you know, if you have beautiful works of art, let's say, that you want to um, put into a magazine type thing for sale, then I, I would almost suggest something like that. But I see you do it now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I think there's other things too. Like, um, there's there's whole marketplaces where they'll give you the ability to sell any digital kind of asset. So I think uh, Amazon, for example, has uh, a book um, publishing service that's pretty, or a service that that people use to publish eBooks that's pretty popular. Gets it out on their site and their large e-commerce engine too. So um, I, I guess if if you used one of these other services, like uh, you know Alan or Brandon suggested, maybe you could even loop in something like Amazon too. To, to increase your market potential. <laughs> what happened? I don't know. Mm. Great. All right. So the word potential is funny in Canada. It is. It's for, just the way Josh said, marketing potential. So uh, what was Lawrence's website? So people can go visit at work and or in the quiet of their own homes when their wives are at church. What have you? <laughs> it's so quiet. Uh, so people can visit uh, Lawrence's website uh, at the quiet the quietfront dot com. The quietfront dot com. I would imagine is so. Is, is Lawrence a photographer or is he a collector of things? I think he's a curator. Um, okay. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, but uh, a, a docent, yeah. if you will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so awkward. And Welcome to the after show. <laughs> I closed the tab. I didn't. <laughs> oh, I haven't opened twice. All right, should we move on to the next question here? We've got uh, Eric Chun writes in. 
And uh, he says, um, enjoy your site and podcasts, uh, ha- although I haven't heard them all yet. One thing that you don't seem to hear or read much about is web... Sh- oh, oh, it was about boy. Zog. Yeah, it's about um, website structure, architecture. Uh, I have uh, two w- uh, training wheel type websites, he says. We've set up a Squarespace so that I can learn more about the whole process of putting together an online presence. So he's using a couple Squarespace sites to kind of get familiar with the whole thing. So um, not really sure on how to best structure the site for the long term and kind of asking some questions about how to properly structure a website and why so for example if you're doing a photography site versus an online site or versus an, a newsletter like what do, you, what do you use how do you how do you or an online e-commerce site sorry uh, versus a newsletter um what do you like what are the what are the different approaches how would you structure your site so i don't know uh alan you're the you're you and brandon i guess you guys create so what is the question how do you structure a site based on oh, the things that you're God, doing with dog. it so, what are the examples that he wants to do? A, a magazine or whatever? Well, well, this is a different. Well, okay. So, <clears throat> do I have to put up with this? Hey, <laughs> knock it off! <laughs> I'll try to carry the torch from here. Um, I, this is all I'm so he want. Uh, so he wants to. I would be much better to focus on his homepage. The, uh, so he wants to know how to structure a website. For what kind of thing, or just the general? Yeah, topic he's just of he's just trying to make, to make sense of all the different. He's just trying to all the different types of content and like all the different oh. types of pages that you could build. Like, how do you organize them in a sensible fashion to accomplish whatever it is you're trying to do on the internet? You know, if you try so the, and get this is much broader than I thought it was. So it's not specific. It's like, how do I go about understanding what to do with my site once I know what I want to do? Um, I guess that's the. Um, I'd like to hear more about proper structures and the why. So, if you're doing a photography site versus an online e-commerce site versus a newsletter, oh, explain specifics. Okay, well, uh, let me it's, it's just a, yeah, that was a for, that was just a for, for example. So, I think it is yeah. that broader. It's the broader. Yeah. So, well, let's take in, into account. Let's let's take a uh, a portfolio site because this covers a lot of the stuff. So, let's say you well, want a we, homepage. Yeah, we hang on, Brandon. But, but why would somebody want a portfolio site? I guess that's the like, oh, that's the that's I think that's the that's the underlying question for everything. It's yeah, like, what I think are you it, trying to accomplish online that that's like the first thing that should drive any website structure, right? Oh, so why does he want? This is really broad. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would say it depends on 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 your content. I mean, if if you're going to have a collection of things, um, let's say it's even. Let, let's say you have 20 employees, then, you know, you, you, you might even consider instead of doing like one HTML page with, you know, photo bio, photo bio all the way down the page, you, you might go ahead and make a journal and, you know, you use a journal for that. And then you can go ahead and use categories within the journal and kind of categorize people as like management category, sales category, yeah. uh, designers category. And then, and then you can go ahead and, um, use those categories as filters at, elsewhere on your site. You could say featured employees on, on your homepage, and then so so featured could be a category, and all all those people are are brought to the homepage with like a list. So and there, there's a lot of different ways to kind of solve problems with a lot of Squarespace kind of tools, and you know I know what he's asking now. Jur- journals are really flexible to do a lot of those kind of things with because you can you can customize them. A lot. I mean, do a lot of things to a journal that you can't do to like oh, yeah. 
a regular HTML page. And it's the one page that I think can take so many different content types and organize it in chronological order and in categories. Right. Correct. So that's sort of cool. Or filter yeah. or navigate or... Yeah. Um, and I think more broadly, too, just referring to information architecture, which is just how you structure the, all of the content in on your... How you just organize it uh, logically, um, is you, you want to try and figure out what those high-level tasks are that people are going to want to accomplish when they come to your website. So, for example, on that portfolio site, people are going to want to... If, if people are going to want to hire a photographer or a designer or whatever that artist is trying to showcase, then you're going to want to have a... Uh, what what are going to people going to want to do when they're going to want to hire a photographer? They're going to want to look at a big, nice photo gallery with all the work and look at all the stuff. They're going to want to look at um, some testimonials with people who had had, had great experiences. Yeah. They're going to understand how to contact you. So there you go. You've got testimonials. You've got uh, portfolio or gallery. You've got um, contact. You probably want something about so you can people can get to learn you. And then you might want to have a blog to kind of uh, uh, to have all of your uh, you know thoughts and ideas about wedding photography or use that a part of a broader marketing strategy but you know i mean that's that's kind of how i think you know philosophically you would approach structuring a website and then you've got all those wonderful technical tools uh, available to you as well and especially if you're doing something like a a portfolio for let's say web design like alan said the journal modules is awesome for that because there's so many ways you can style the journal and display things like a gallery but as a portfolio for website design so on the side you could like your post could just be aligned to the right so, like about this project and then a picture mm-hmm. and yeah. structure it that way or and with you know the stuff squarespace is added with the image galleries your that could be a gallery of you know five screenshots of the site or you know five screenshots of the the app or whatever you're working on and then text to the right some social buttons it's just, it, the journal module i think is the most flexible um, journal page type is the most flexible thing Squarespace offers. And yeah, it really it, is awesome. It does get almost any project, unless unless you're saying, "Hey, I, I love the Volkswagen site. I, I want to have something on there where where I want to have a car builder where we come in there and say, I want a sedan. I want it to be blue, and I want it to oh. you know you know basically you're, you're going to chunk through all, all these options. I mean, there's there's stuff like that that's like a custom app that can't really ever kind of yeah, be built on Squarespace. Like yeah. But but I mean, most every other mom and pop to large, you know, or organization, I mean, even large, you know, universities, etc. I mean, I mean, I think you can pr- pretty much do it all on Squarespace. It's just a matter of coming up with, oh, okay, well, here, here's, here's the best way to do it. A lot of things that are outside the box. Um, head over to my portfolio over on squareflare.com. You can see k- kind of a, a sampling on, on, on my homepage of um, almost every site I do has, has something different in it. Um, and I mean, different sort of content types um, using um, maybe journals for like a store directory just, just just because they can filter that and organize it and it's it's just really easy to use that way or using um, uh, I have a manufacturer site out there where, where I have a lot of products so there's nine different journals used for for products because each product category has its own journal and we just did that just because it made sense for for that particular site. So yeah. there's really no no cut rule, cut and dry rule because you can pretty much do what, whatever you want to do. It's just a matter of, you know, <laughs> this is one of those such a vague question gets a vague answer, I guess. But you know, do do things because things do with things the way they do it. Gosh, that is so profound. If, if things weren't things, then they there wouldn't there things. 
Unless and you we, subtract things. And then. we would only be left with stuff. So there you go. I think that's a great uh, start, both philosophically and otherwise, to Eric. So thanks for writing in about that. I hope we answer some questions there. <laughs> I hope so. All right. I least, sure hope so. At least yes, I got I a think. plug for my website in there. <laughs> Way to go. <laughs> nice. Which we'll find in the show notes. In Make sure to head over to okgeek.com where we utilized the journal module for Squarespace and we turned it into a journal. Whoa, that's it, progressive. It's, it was radical. It was a it was a huge undertaking by by myself and our team. It was incredible. If anyone can pull it up, it's you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So final question for the night we've got from Nathan Taylor. He's, uh, he's got a question regarding starting a Squarespace business. So he's been listening to the show for a while, and he's been interested in attempting a career change and becoming a Squarespace web developer. And, yes, we applaud the, 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 uh, the endeavor. Uh, so, so many questions in pursuing this path. How do you recommend that I start up and go ahead with my plan? What further courses would be ideal? Are there great uh, you know, we, uh, universities and colleges with these types of courses? Where do I get images for sites? Is there standard, you know, contracts for customers? You know, all these, so many questions about thinking about going into so many uh, things business yeah. here. So let's let's just start it off. Maybe maybe Alan, maybe you want to talk about some some of your uh, tips for getting business as a Squarespace web designer and how you and and then maybe Alan how, how you and Brandon both learn about the design trade. Sure, I mean. I guess any business, I mean, you, you want to make it legit. You, you want to keep things separate from, I guess, your your home bank account. Go, go ahead and make your own LLC if you want. So, I mean, you can go ahead and do those things for under 100 bucks. I would assume. Content structure and style does not endorse this message. You must get your own <laughs> advice from a tax attorney or lawyer. Yeah, or everyone. And, and you probably want to consult. And, and, you Content know. structure and style does not endorse the buyer. <laughs> That's so everybody horrible to talk about. Everybody invest in Apple. They're worth more than Poland. They're $500 billion. Invest so now. basically, if you want to be serious about it, you just, you just need to, you know. Gold. Make a business is what you want to do. You can learn about CSS. You can learn about HTML. Um, that's kind of where you want to start. And check out lynda.com, L-Y-N-D-A.com. There's thousands of videos over there. Um, but, I mean, even Photoshop stuff, Illustrator stuff, whatever you want. But, I mean, if, if, if you're wanting to find um, uh, Squarespace customers, that would be the first thing. Uh Start with the Squarespace community. Go over to the Squarespace forums. Start reading a lot of posts. What you know? What what are people asking a lot of questions about? Well, you know, if you don't know what what those answers are, but you see twenty people asking the same question over and over, figure that one thing out and then become the expert on that one thing, and then go out there and solve those people's problems. And before you know it, you're going to have a whole world of wealth. Um, but yeah, just 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 be that expert. Be confident, even if you don't know. Try and accept a lot of these things and, and, and get in there and try and solve a lot of problems. And there's no better way to do it than just get in and do it. I think I don't I don't know how much knowledge uh, who, who wrote in. Sorry, Nathan, Nathan. I don't know how much knowledge they have when it comes to designing websites. But I find one of the best um, exercises um, I did when I was trying to learn how to write HTML and CSS 
um, is it takes three ingredients. Uh, the most basic text editor you can find on Windows Notepad and on uh, the Mac would be, uh, what is it, uh, Word Editor or something? What is it called? Text Edit. Text Edit. Text Edit on the Mac, Notepad on the PC, and you need the Google, and you need your favorite, fanciest website you can find. And I think what this does, what it taught me was how to solve problems. Because that's what you're going to be doing a lot of. And it's going to be problems that you make yourself when you're making websites. So take a, the fanciest, coolest website you can find, open up Notepad, and then try to make it in Notepad. And don't, don't, you don't have to have it live. You don't have to have it fancy. Just try to make it. And try to see, like, well, how did they do that drop-down menu? And you could come across this weird jQuery menu where you're like, oh, that's sort of cool. Put that in and try to see if you can do it because you're going to learn that a lot of it is just trying to find something that works and that works together and you'll run into all these different issues but it's a process that you're going to be doing over and over and over again if you're going to be a Squarespace developer. I think there's there's experiential learning like Brandon just says just like try and bite off the elephant and see, or you exactly. know try and eat the whole elephant all at once and see what happens. Um, and then there's also like really helpful things like I've got this uh, uh, HTML, XHTML and CSS for dummies. It's a big thick manual type book and it's got if you want to read it linearly you can and it talks from uh, about every little thing from you know from the opening head tags to the closing body tags of a page to yeah. you know what's a what's an anchor tag to what's a what's a paragraph tag and and then gets into all these really you know sophisticated things and then you'll be prepared a little bit better to kind of go on these um you know adventures like website making adventures yeah it's you need to know surprisingly little, especially if you use exactly. Squarespace, because you can just create a little something in CSS and hook it up to the website and see what happens. Like, it's I'm pretty surprised by how quickly you can learn things uh, if yeah. you just have a little bit of information and a lot of gumption. And the and the thing is, um, if you want to take it a step further, it's all for me. It's always been about biting off more than I can chew because I learn so much when I get in some sort of a sticky situation. Like if I'm like. I just broke the entire site. Now, what's breaking it? And then I learned this thing that, like, I go, uh, that stays with me forever, this one thing that I remember to do every time. Or I remember this this cool little trick how to do this. Or you, 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 you gather all these tools that you always use, like the CSS uh, JavaScript thing, or the jQuery library, or the MooTools library, or, you know, this CDN. Or you, you have all these tools that you accumulate that then you, you have an arsenal now of things you know you can then apply to your future projects. And I think the best way to do that is have these problems because you're going to be driven to go out and solve them. And that's where you find all this cool stuff. I've been doing doing web design for, for like 10 years, 10, 11, 12 years now. I don't know, since 2000. When I was working on teams, I would have these brains who I could say, hey, what's this thing? And they'd come over and, oh, move. And they would show me, oh, okay, thanks. And then I would act like I, I learned it. But in, in reality, I didn't learn it until I had to learn it. Um, and then, you know, I, I decided to go freelance. And once I became my own little island, the only friends I had at that point were on IM. And, you know, they were pretty much busy and they were sick of me asking questions. So, so you know, it was just kind of up to me to kind of do it and, you know, hack through it and, and try and figure out my own process. On Squarespace, you're lucky because they're, I mean, like with each site I do, I have maybe the same 20 steps they're very similar they're you know it's like okay i need to first i'm going to work on my navigation that navigation will be basically squarespace centric kind of navigation as far as i can and then i'm going to get add my custom css and you start to get into the swing of i'm, I'm going to set my page width i'm going to set my navigation and then i got my 
page height, and then you know you're you're pretty much off and running. Before long, you you just have these these things that you just do on every site. Um, you know, regardless of how the site looks, they all have very similar functionality. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it'll go far with this platform. I mean, a lot farther than than any other platform. And I don't know why more people aren't just doing Squarespace sites yeah. like this. But you know, and also I'm fine you know, with it. Look up the YouTube. <laughs> Look up okay. YouTube videos and uh, all the different resources too, on just like what you know, what makes a good website and how to design a website. Just some of the more philosophical things too, because they'll talk about things like you know, creating a good experience for people. So like elements of a homepage might include you know, a logo, an image, maybe a brief description about what your site does, that type of stuff, and you'll know, quickly gain the um, fundamentals of uh, of what makes a good site uh, as you as you explore those resources as well. And I think another good, going back to exercises to sort of get your juices flowing and wanting to, uh, you know, wanting to do some some cool stuff, making cool things for the internet. Um, you can something an exercise that I do is I take sites that I love, but you don't look great, or that I love and I want to make better or something. I open up a, a graphics editor, whatever you be, GIMP, Photoshop, whatever you want, and just make the homepage however you want it and try to make it better and come, you know, think of all these things like user, user uh, usability and UX and all these different things that come into making a website and try to make a better version of the site. And then post on like Dribbble and see what people think, see if, see what the general consensus is. And then even go even further and then try to make it. Yep. It's just, it's just these things that, that just, you always do this kind of stuff and it really keeps it flowing and it keeps new ideas coming in. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh, but that was good. And thanks. thanks for listening for another episode of Content Structure and Style, the unofficial Squarespace podcast. Submit your questions online at www.contentstructurestyle.com. <laughs> this has been Brandon Davenport. You can find me at okheat.com and on Twitter at It's Brandon D. And also, you can find me uh, cruising along the quietfront.com. Oh, he's going somewhere funny. This has been Alan Hauser. You can find me at creativecomponent.com, squareflare.com, alanhauser.com, and at alanhauser on Twitter. And this is Josh Pratt, and you can find me at bigpictureweb.com, contentscientists.com, oh. and at JL Broughton on Twitter. Make sure to uh, hit me up on ICQ. And thanks for Raymond Lama Ding Dong of Content Structure and Style. <laughs> What? <laughs> Thanks for ramming your what? Thanks for knitting me that monitor hood so I can watch the quietfront.com on content structure and style. <laughs> just Thanks for providing me with the scented edition of content structure and style. Please scratch here. <laughs> Is this the time of the show where Josh gets quiet? Sad. <laughs>